everybody, it's your boy Rail back with another review, man. Yes, I know. Rail, what happened to Throne Thursday? You missed it. I apologize to my people. Okay, I just started a new gig, trying to get the sleep pattern down. My son went to his first homecoming yesterday. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But uh, I think I might have found the groove. I got the new job out the way for a week. So I think I got it. So I should be back. Um, on schedule for Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And then also, it's October. So what I plan on doing is reviewing some uh, horror movies, new and old, right? Maybe some series, but it's going to be like a Halloween a Halloween theme type month. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, I got some cool things in store for that. But anyway, all right. You're here for your very late Game of Thrones Season 2, Episode 3 review. I know. Alright, first and foremost, i like to salute the Discord gang. You know what it is. Alright. Uh, those listening on Apple and Spotify Podcasts, the people who are probably the most mad at me. They like, I don't understand. I, don't, I know they check it every day looking to see if I drop something. I'm going to be on time, people. God's working on all of us. <laughs> that's how you get out of stuff right there you're like damn right get yourself together you're like you know i understand god's working on me how can they how can they attack you after that line right you can use that you're welcome and of course you the viewer all right what's pop let's get into this one this episode we got no uh daenerys all right and we've got no uh stannis no stannis baratheon so we're going to kick this one off with, let's take a look at Renly. Now, we see how his older bro Stannis is, right? Very hard-nosed, very, you know, strong-willed, fake honorable. At first, I thought he was a solid dude, but he smashed the Red Witch. So I don't know. But the flesh can be a tempting fruit. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But now we get to see how Renly holds it down. Now, we know Renly has... Over 100,000 soldiers ready for action, which makes him very valuable. People want Renly. They want his alliance. You know, um, Rob wants to link up with him to help them fight, you know, the Lannisters and, and separate themselves. Then you got um, Stannis, who would like to have his brothers help, but he would never ask. They would never join forces because they, too, are fighting. They want to be king. So that's not going to happen, right? And, um, yeah, so really it's kind of this, this, you know, you don't know where he fits in. He wants his shit, so is he going to grab allies? But we're going to find out now. So we know that Rob sent Lady Stark out there to negotiate the terms for him. Now, what I have noticed in this episode, that the vibe at Renly's camp is a nice one. So we saw how Stannis' was, right? Dark, gloomy, mystical. Right, people dying from poison, you know, the uh, fake assassin attempts by the dude, um, unsureness, right? Davos is really kind of unsure about his man's getting to all his mystical shit, his son. You know, it's a weird vibe there at the Stannis camp. Here at uh, Renly's, everybody's chilling. He's smiling, they having little tournaments. In walks our, uh, a new character, Brienne of Tarth, now Brienne of the Kingsguard beat up uh Renly's little boyfriend 
So we see that she is not to be fucked with. Uh, I forgot this was the episode that we meet uh, Brienne. So, you know, that's dope. And he is just like a festival type vibe. Like everybody's eating, they cheering, the morale is, is high at Renly. And he seems to not have a care in the world. But here comes Lady Stark saying that she represents the king in the north. Right? That's that's what they want. They they want to defect. They want to defect from King's Landing. They don't want to be a part of it. So they're willing to make a deal with Renly to help them wipe out the Lannisters. And he can have King's Landing. So Rob and his Rob and his people really do present an offer that would work for a lot. Work for a lot of people. Hey, we don't fucking want King's Landing. We already fighting. We already into it. We started this war, I guess you would say. Um, and now you guys are joining in. Feel free. Just know whichever one wins, whoever teams up, whatever y'all discussed, that's on y'all for King's Landing. But just know, with our partnership comes, you leave Winterfell the fuck alone. So I kind of like what Winterfell brings to the table when you see them bringing stuff up. So, you know, Lady Stark is is out there and um, her little boy, you know, Renly's little boyfriend is salty talking about, oh, um, he listens to his mommy. He's got, he was like, and then I love that line. Nice and simple. My son is at war right now. Not playing at one. Shut him right the fuck down. So you got your ass whooped and then you got embarrassed verbally by this woman who just met you. And you know, everybody's talking shit behind your back now. Cause it's a whole crowd. It's not like they just in an office in the in the council room or something discussing shit. No, and we see that Renly got his little wife on the side. Got Marjorie. We gonna get into her. We gonna get to this whole thing. And that's so. That's what you see off the top, right? So it seems like when Lady Stark presented her argument, Renly is open to it, but he needs to have that conversation a little later. So he tucks her away, and we see Lady Stark one on one with Brienne. And you see that Lady Stark loves Brienne off the top. She's like, oh, Lady Brienne. And she's like, oh, my lady, don't. I'm not a lady. Don't do that. And, you know, I'm here to protect, you know, uh, the king and and this and that. And, like, he, she's just terrific. And Lady Stark feels her vibe like, I've never seen a giant woman warrior like this. Like, this is crazy. This is cool. I can, She's interesting. I kind of like her. So you see that, and she's smirking at Brienne. So it's a... You see a possible relationship building right there. Lady Stark is like, I like this chick. She is, you know, you know, my like, you know who would love her? Arya. I bet that's what Lady Stark was thinking. Like, you know, my daughter Arya, uh, Arya could meet could meet Brienne. She would just love you. You know, because, you know. But um, now let's talk about Renly's issues. Because right now we saw him when he was taking a tour with Lady Stark. You know, he's stopping random people with horse carts and it's like, yo, how's your leg? How you doing? Your cart, your wheel look a little wobbly. Why don't you go ahead and take it over to the wheel man? Let him nail that out for you, all right? Go with God. You're good. You're good. Go with the gods. Now you're like, damn, really just walking among his people. He knows people's names. Like, because we remember in season one, they were saying how Renly would make the best choice for a king. And you can see it. You know, people like him. He likes the people. He's friendly. He doesn't seem on surface an asshole. We don't know. You know, we never really got to meet him until really now. But for all intent and purposes, Renly looks like a legit good dude. You know what I'm saying? 
and then we close the door. Now we see what's really on Riley's mind. He likes the he likes the guys like that. That seems to be his only, I guess, vice. I mean, it's not good for the king, you know, for that era and time. So that seems to be his only weakness as his uh in his whole little uh, campaign for king. And um, you see when Marjorie walks in, and she lets him know, like, "Hey, I know you with my brother. I'm not tripping. Do what you want. You the king." You ain't got a lot of me. We behind the doors. You ain't got to play the game. Because you see, he feel dejected and he's mad. Like, oh, you're accusing me of sleeping with your brother? Like, she's like, relax, bro. Stop it. Like, let's not do this. He's my brother. Like, what the, What are you talking about? You know, and he also knows that there are rumors going around that him and the queen may not be sleeping together or she ain't pregnant yet. It's been too long. Because you know what it's like, man. They probably out there. Ain't no TV. Out while the soldiers is chick is, is just chilling, you know, ain't no women out there. They they this is a war camp, so the only hot chick out there is Marjorie. So they're going to be talking about like, damn, the king didn't knock her up yet. I would have been filled her belly with several babies. It must be something wrong with them. Then it starts with a joke, and then it becomes, yeah, no, really, what's the problem with the king? Does he does he love boys? What's happening? What type of king are we going to have that doesn't have heirs? You know, it's just these rumors and they start spreading. There's nothing else to talk about. So you can't get mad at the, at them. Marjorie knows it. Renly knows it. His boyfriend or her brother knows it. So she just plain and simple, which is what I appreciate. Like, bro, cut the act. I love anybody that says cut the bullshit. I'm not here to play the game. Let's just keep it a buck with each other, right? That's fine. But understand this, you're you going to have a hell of a time becoming king and like ruling. You got to get a baby in me. We got to solidify this thing. If you need my bro to come in and help, whatever you want, you run this. But you got to get that in me for a baby. And when you see Marjorie and her thought process, it makes you, for those of y'all that's watching House of the Dragon, it makes you so upset at Rhaenyra. Like, why wouldn't Rhaenyra give the people one Lenor baby? Why couldn't she come with that same, like, look, okay, the first brown of hair kid we had might have escaped it. I don't have brown hair. You don't have brown hair. This baby has brown hair. That's a problem. Okay, so how about you just, let's do this. Do you need help? We got to give them one baby. One. Just for the visuals. We got to do this, however you want it. And, you know, you appreciate somebody like Marjorie. Also, you start to question, like, is Marjorie there for love? Like, does she really love Renly? You see that she cares for him. She wants him to do well. But then you get to questioning, well, okay, um... I don't know if it's tr- if it's if it's the love or she's down with this type of shit like willing to like you know it's a nasty era, but or does she just really want to be queen? We start looking like hey the way she's talking she just needs to be queen, and I think that's what her motivation is like I don't you know that's she wants the power she wants the status and she knows what she needs to get there a baby we gotta lock this thing in bro like it's a like, come on, man, I got the winning ticket, you got an army, you got everything, we need the baby. 
So I see that that's Marjorie's plan. By the way, Marjorie is like, she's weird too. She's under the terror. I don't know if she's hot, if she's not. You know, definitely sexy. You know, she's like, that's what I think it is. I think she's just sexy, but maybe not so beautiful or something like that. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's do a quick trip uh, out there beyond the wall to Jon Snow. All right, so last time we seen Jon Snow, he was fucking unconscious for sneaking behind a nasty man in the in the woods um, with the daughter wives. And now he's conscious, and dude is pissed. He brings him in front of Lord of Commander and goes, you motherfuckers got to go. This piece of shit sneaking around. I should have murdered him. You know what I'm saying? He's following me, and y'all got to go. So now Lord Commander is tight, right? He's upset. Reasonably so, because this is the only like safe haven and a place big enough to shelter the Night's Watch when they need to go north of the wall. Because after this, it's it's woods, baby. It's woods, wildlings, and whatever the fuck else is out there. Okay, so he's a little salty that he was one day he was drinking a little ale, eating some meat, planning his next route, right? And then here comes Jon Snow, Jon Snowing up some shit, and. He wants to get mad at John, but John tells him about, but he's killing the boys. That baby boy that was just born, he took him out there and fucking something grabbed it. And, and then and then he's looking at Lord Commander. He's like, but you knew. You know this. And Lord Commander feels for John Snow like, John is a good dude. And that's a rough thing for anybody to watch. I actually really like the Lord Commander. I really do. He's the definition of necessary evil he is teaching Jon Snow he's giving him a crash course in fucking leadership 101 we are for the whole he's you know it's you know yes sacrificing baby boys to something is wrong however this this place is the difference between life and death for your brothers so if the this is this man's business I think it's wrong. You think it's wrong. We all think it's wrong. And I don't have to like him. But we got to respect what he got going on. Because what is it going to be? We fight this man to fuck up this this relationship over a child that's not ours. And then we're fucked. And the nights before us are fucked. Like, what do you want? Necessary evil. You know, and you you just got to lead with what you have to the best. To the best of your abilities. The job of leader is to keep your people alive one and as successful as can be during missions like it's a tough place and you know john is just so emotional and you know you respect it and he sees that it is crushing john he's a real noble dude but he's trying to break him of that not nobility but reason you got to be reasonable tell him you gotta learn how to uh how to follow first you know but and john also shares like but it was something else that took him i saw it he's like and you see the lord commander yes he saw the night walker so he's like okay well if that's how he's protecting himself from them then that is what it is we're gonna see a whole lot of shit going forward but other than them two because they now gotta pack up and go john done fucked it up for them you're responsible for your plus one people so john didn't ruin the party you know and here comes Sam. Oh, Sam. Just you just love him. He done found that pregnant lady. He he's 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 smitten 
with her, giving her little past like past hand me downs from his mom, like oh it's a it's a rock from my mom, and thought you should have it since we're leaving, and she snatches it real quick. And they have a terrific little flirting thing, and he's just you're so happy for Sam. You just really want it to work out. You're like I hope Sam gets that chick. You want you want nice things to happen to Sam when you watch him, man. You love him. You gotta love him. And but that's and that's it for North of the Wall. Oh, we got Arya. Arya and Gendry out there. So this was only to show well, they got attacked. You know, outside of the conversation she had with the guy from the Nice Watch, um, because she's having trouble sleeping and she you know, so she looks for some type of comfort. And Dude gives this elaborate story, which is one of my favorite things about Game of Thrones. Much like the old lady that tells Bran the stories about the White Walkers and um, giants and all these other things. So his individual story, like they, in Game of Thrones, a character who you think is like minute or just a nobody you realize that when they do these little scenes, that they're not a nobody. Everybody that's seen has a potential story, and that's what his was. His hotel of watching his brother get killed, him uh, uh, powerless to do so, to do anything about it, to save his brother, but he, he and how he could barely remember his brother's face, but he could remember the, the motherfucker that killed him like it was yesterday. And how he chanted his name and chanted his name. And one day he came into town and he fucking got his. And this is how he ends up at the Night's Watch. He runs to the wall and now he's that. You know, and it's very similar to Arya's story. So now Arya is just soaking this all in. Like, okay, this is how he copes. This is how I'm a cope. I will never forget the faces. That's key, faces. And names of these people who did this shit to my father and to my family. He, She put Arya, I mean, she put Sansa in that group too, which I hate. I hate that. But they get attacked. And the, the dude that led that charge, the way he killed that boy, talking about, he said, carry him. I said, yo, it's a cold world out there. It's a hard, hey, being a kid in Game of Thrones, any adult you see in Game of Thrones earns your respect. Because being a kid out there ain't goddamn easy, man. You are dying every kids die every day by the dozens out there. So if the, anybody, even the fucking bum, he made it out of childhood. So you got to put some respect on his name. For real, it's a hard world out there. But uh, that same kid happened to have stolen Gendry's helmet. And that's the only way they knew how to decipher who Gendry was. So Arya's captured. And she says, hey, you want Gendry? You just murdered him. He loved that helmet. So she held her mans down. She lost the dude that was leading him, and now she's captured. So, uh, now, but now Gendry's dead. We don't know what they're going to do with the rest of them. Are they going to march him back to King's Landing, or what the fuck? You know, so that's Arya's tale. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Sansa, God, every time, every scene I see with poor Sansa in it, it breaks my heart. Like, her having to sit at that table with her ops, eating dinner. Now, you got, you know, Cersei's little ones are little ones. They're not assholes yet. 
you know, so you give them a little grace because you like, I don't know, they're just kids. They just, you know, but they have nice hearts. You know, when Cersei asks, would you like to see us kill, you know, Sansa's brother? And he's like, no, I wouldn't like that at all. And she's like, mm. so you're like, okay, there is a Lannister that's not evil outside of Tyrion. You know, so you, you feel good about it. You're like, oh, okay, cool. And then the little girl just wants to talk about dresses and she's forced to hold these and, and Sansa's forced to hold these inane conversations with these people. And she's got to be a robot. And Cersei's like staring at her, making sure she is on point saying the right thing. Cersei knows everything she's saying is full of shit. She knows it, but she needs Sansa to be on top of everything. Like, hey, play your role. This is your position. You got to play it, shorty. And now he's talking about marriage to Joffrey, which could be the world's last thing Sansa ever wants to do. She's just like, oh, her sadness, it hurts. It breaks me. It does, because you just try to put yourself in that situation. You're like, holy shit. You know, and, but then we see that she gets Shay as her handmaiden. Now, I don't want to start on Tyrion right now. I want to go out to Theon first. Then we're going to end with Tyrion at King's Landing. So hold that thought. Uh, prayers out to Sansa. You know, she's living a rough life out here. <laughs> and But yes, I want to talk about Theon Greyjoy. And the Greyjoys. They, I don't know why they should has joy at the end. Those are miserable people. But this one, Theon has fucking had enough. Now they playing with his body. Okay? First off, he was like, his father comes in like, alright, this is the plan. Your sister's gonna take 30 ships. She's gonna fuck up the north, right? Winterfell is gonna cause some resistance. They're gonna be a problem, but it doesn't matter. We're gonna own the majority and the surrounding lands around it. Okay? So while they're um, focused on fighting the Lannisters while their forces are out that way. We're going to come fuck them up and take all this on this side. We're going to claim this. Right? Then it's up to us to hold it. You are going to take a ship and you're going to slap around some fishermen. Okay? Because they're, they're a little tough. Right? They be out there fishing, minding their business. So you just need one ship to handle them. So now he's disrespected. <laughs> right? He's like, the fuck? She get 30 ships and I get one? Well, your sister's commanded man. She's done this before. You, you get a ship. You're lucky you get that. So now Theon is in a predicament, right? Now, a lot of y'all may feel bad for Theon. Might say, oh, he's a victim of circumstances, a fucked up situation. I gotta be honest with you. I don't feel for Theon at all. Do we, are we, like, it's our memory sometimes are so short that we forget who these individuals were all of season one. And I do mean all of season one. He has been bragging about the iron islands to any whore who would listen to him. He makes sure that people knows that he is not family of the Starks. Now you're going to say, you're going to rebut that Rob always gave him a rough time. Always reminded him. He's not part of the family. And this isn't that. Who else did it? Who else did it? John, did John do that? No. Did Bran do that? No. Negative. Rob was the only one who was the oldest. He's the big bro. The one who was made to tease motherfuckers. Like, that's just what big brothers do. But Theon knew he was a part of something. He knew that. No matter what Rob was talking about. But everybody else looked at Theon as family. So you can miss me with that shit. 
how he wasn't. No, matter of fact, he was treated better by Lady Stark than Jon Snow was. Lady Stark liked Theon more than Jon. So you miss me with that shit. With the whole... The, no, Theon always bragged about the Iron Islands and always threw it in their faces like, oh, if my father wouldn't have lost and this and that and anybody. This, that's called fucking instant karma, my guy. Now you finally get to these Iron Islands who you've been bragging about what that you're the prince of. Here I'm a nobody, but there I'm a prince. You know what I'm saying? That little assholeness. Now he's getting his comeuppance. He's there. Prince of nothing. Of one ship. There to battle fucking fishermen. I don't feel sorry for Theon. I don't. I don't. He's trying to prove something to a motherfucker who he calls out. He calls out his father this episode. He's like, bro, you keep beating down on me, but you're the one who bent the knee. You're the one who gave away your only remaining son out of fear to save your own ass, and then you've done nothing but cuss me since I've come back. Talking about I'm soft and this and that, but you did that. Where's your... And he catches a backhand, so he did speak some truths. That did happen. So you know what that tells me? Your family is a group of losers. Y'all are thieves. The Iron Ways, that's Black Air Force energy. I don't like Black Air Force energy. No. Because here goes Theon, like, why are we pillaging shit when we could team up and be given castles and land? We could be given more things. Why would we do this? Because it's not the Iron Way. We sh Here on the Iron Islands, we get up, we slap salt water in our faces, we tie up our Black Air Force Ones tight, we put thou ski mask on, and we take what's ours. We take it the iron with steel. We just take shit. And I'm like, does that work? Now, I gotta be honest. Their god that they pray to is a dope-ass, that's a dope-ass name. The Drowned God, that's hard. That's hard. I might have to put that on a t-shirt. The Drowned God, that just, that rings out so well. Like, now I just want to know the, the, I want to know, like, I want to see one about the seven gods. Like, I want to see the drowned god. Like, am I crazy for wanting to see, like, they just say fuck Game of Thrones. Not fuck Game of Thrones, you know, nothing like that. But, like, they make another spinoff. But of the gods. I want to see these gods. I have to see what the drowned god. I need to know his backstory. I need to know that. That's so cool. But, yeah. So, it's like the Iron Islands. I mean, yes. On paper. And they're, uh, we don't sow, like we don't sow oats. It's, it sounds cool. They sound tough. But when you get past it all, they sound fucking stupid. You mean to tell me that if there's nothing to steal from, if there's nobody to steal from, you don't eat because you don't know how to sow oats? You won't, you, what? You won't make wheat and shit for bread? Like you don't, Y'all just y'all just rob and kill it, and if you if you steal from somebody, you eat. If you don't, then everybody's on that island fucked. What? It's it's not a it's not it's not a recipe for success in any any business model. It doesn't make sense, Iron Islands. Sure, tough guys. It's just not sustainable. They're dumb. The Greyjoys, the Iron Islands are fucking dumb people. Please. And as Theon tries to point out why they're dumb, 
<laughs> they go, you're just uh, for your other family. And then the sister's like, yes, your other family. And it's like, okay, you keep doing this, but I'm here. All right, fuck it. So now I'm going to be dumb. So instead of what Theon should have done, this is what I believe Theon should have done. He should have, this is, because this would be the iron way, right? This would make the drowned God happy. And this is why I don't fuck with Theon. You know what Theon could have did? He could have said, you know what? Cool. You right, father. I don't deserve these ships. I just deserve the one. I'm going to do the plan. I'm going to earn mines out the mud. I'm going to show you that I'm ironborn. I got you. What he should have did was do his due diligence, get in there, maybe let a few lands get raided successfully. Then he fucking goes to Rob and say, check this out. My father has plans on taking this shit. What I need you to do is have a force ready to attack at this moment. You'll fuck them up, fuck the whole thing up, and you'll kill my father in the process. And then I will be, you know, I need my sister dead, I need my father dead, and then I will be the sole person of the Iron Islands, and then I will have the remaining ships, and I then, now we're good, we're even. I'm Lord of the Iron Islands. You give me my castle, my land, all this shit. And you get these rest of these ships that we didn't fuck up during the attack. Deal? And it would have been beautiful. Rob now has ships. Theon will not be a piece of shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, that would have been the Iron Way. So that's why I don't respect Theon. He could have done several things. He's soft as hell. It is what it is. So y'all feel sorry for Theon if you want to. I wouldn't. Now, to end and wrap this thing up, um, Tyrion. Oh, Tyrion. Masterful. Genius. Fantastic. I don't know other words. <laughs> Tyrion is cleaning house. We saw last episode he got rid of dude that turned on Ned, physically turned on Ned, and took him to the barracks to be beheaded. Now Tyrion is like, okay, so there's somebody on this goddamn council there's somebody else. I got to weed out all these Cersei supporters. <laughs> That's his goal. Who's a Cersei supporter? I need people pro-Tyrion. Because I'm not going to die. I love Tyrion. I love him. I love him. Can't get enough of him. His goal is, I'm going to be hand. But, um, no. I'm not going to die behind it. <laughs> John Aaron? Nope. I'm not going to be dude. Oh, Ned? Nope. I'm not going down. Every hand of the kingdom get whacked. Tyrion's like, not I, not I, I respect that. So now he goes around, Grand Maester, hey, I'm giving her to the Dorns, I'm giving Cersei's door to the Dorns, don't tell Cersei. Then he goes over to Varys, goes over to Varys, hey, I'm giving a sister to, uh, who who you tell Varys he was giving it to? Not Theon, he told that to Balin, Baelish. So I'm giving her sister to somebody else. And then told Baelish, I'm giving her to the Greyjoys. All right, this is how we're going to do it. And then whoever comes back, now his sister is raving mad, pissing, throwing shit around. She's just cussing him. How could you, you evil monster, try to do to my daughter and, and take her to the door, the Martells? They're going to kill He's like, okay, Grandmeister, gotcha. All right, you old fool. Got your ass. That's the one. And then Tyrion is so smart that he goes along with it. He's like, yes. I'm going to send her there because he can't renege. Now he doesn't want her to know that it was all a test to see who was loyal. He needs to now triple down. Like 
Yes, your intel was correct. And yes, we're doing it. But it's not for the purposes that you think. I'm not doing it to hurt you. If the te- if the city falls, do you want her raped? Do you want her murdered? You know, no. She's going to be safe there. And she's not going to get married right away. Like, relax, lady. Relax. But Cersei's just, you know, she's emotional. She love her kids. You can't, hey, Cersei's a lot of things. But what she ain't is a mama who don't care for her kids. So we got to give her that due respect. Um, you know, so she's mad at Tyrion, pushes him away, and Tyrion's like, I, right, you know, I tried. I'm gonna let you work these things out. <laughs> and now, what I love about it is, first, how he comes to the Grand Meister, real John Gotti is. She's looking like a mob boss when he comes in. They tear my man's beard. He was like, I don't like that beard. Rip that shit off. And my man is begging, letting him know, like, I've been always for Lannister. And I've done this and that. And he's like, oh, really? Yeah, nope. Nope. No, thank you. Right? So he wiped him right out, put him in a dungeon. All right? Never to be seen again. Goodbye, Grand Meister. He had a good run, though. He had a good run. But I was like, wow. Now, the now here comes the issue. He done promised Lord Baelish all this shit. Baelish come walking in. Little finger rolls in like, I don't want to be a part of your deception, little man. This ain't a game. Okay, I guess, what, I can't have these things now? I guess it's all off the table. You know, little finger's hot under the collar. And I love Tyrion. He's like, yes, yeah, that's, that. nope, you can't have that. And no, you can't have that. And I, he was like, and I'm sorry to hear that you're so upset because I needed you a part of my next big deception. But I guess, you know, he knows everybody's motivation. Now he's got it. He's got a hold of it, right? He knew what he had to do for certain individuals. So Grand Meister just wanted to hang around. He wanted to be, he wanted to, uh, he wasn't loyal to the hand. He was loyal to the crown, right? He was loyal to the king. He just wanted to stick around for another king and another king and another king. You got to go. Because by you being pro-king and doing all this, you're just seeing a billion different hands go. So you saying, fuck the hand, I'm all king, goodbye. Because you just want to hang around. And you know Littlefinger's motivation is things. He wants power, he wants uh, titles, and he wants Lady Stark. He wants the love that escaped him. That's what he wants. That's his motivating factors. So Tyrion baits him with the land and the title, but snatches it away. But says, hey, I can give you something you really want. A conversation with Lady Stark. When last time you seen her? Okay, I need you to go free my brother. So I need you to go check in on him. Whatever. He's got that mission. And ba- and, and Littlefinger's not finna turn that down. Not a chance to meet his girl. Not Catelyn. Okay, so Tyrion is perfect. He's puppeteering mar- like terrifically. And as far as Varys is concerned, Varys ain't mad. He's actually like... Well played. Well played. I see that you cleaning house of people that you can't trust. And he was like, every day the, the, the small council is getting smaller. <laughs> you know? So what you see is he has a um, a transactional relationship with Littlefinger, but a respect, a mutual respect with Varys. Because Varys has been holding it down. He ain't told Cersei about Shay. He ain't told Cersei about the plan. So Varys is looking like his number one ally. And the fact that Littlefinger came in, blew up the spot, cussing him out, being mad and all that shit, being emotional. Tyrion knew like, okay, I can't trust you as much. I can trust you a little bit. I can trust you as far as 
things I can promise you get me. But Varys, I might could fuck with Varys. Varys, we might have a thing. We might have some where we could really help each other. And this might be somebody I could really lean on. And you see that scene when they sitting back drinking, smirking about him going to prison. You know, Varys is in. Varys is in. He's the one that, you know, um, um, Tyrion's going to lean on. So I thought that was terrific. Like, every time I see this this chess game, you're watching the chess game, but it's just less boring than, you know, switch that slap, slap the clock, slap the time clock. Like, that's, you know, it was boring. I don't even know what the fuck just happened. I'm like, where did he move the queen? It's, I don't know. But we're watching chess on TV, and it's rather entertaining. And it's just, you know, it's a good time. And, um, was it? Oh, and Shay. Varys hooked Shay up with that handmaiden job. And you see Shay is reading uh, Sansa's emotions. And, you know, she's not finna baby Sansa. This is the, Shay is the perfect person for Sansa right now. She's hurt. She's emotional. She's scared. Shay's been there. Been there, done that. And might be Team Sansa. So Varys is looking like MVP to Tyrion right now. Like, finally. Because Shay was giving Tyrion just problems. What? So, I can't leave this stupid-ass room. I'm not no uh, kitchen wench, right? And since when is being a weakness such a good thing? You gotta love Shay. I love Shay. Now, Shay is sexy. Oh, my God. Sorry, ladies. But, ooh, Shay, boy. And that accent? I don't know what that accent is. Love it. I don't know if I can listen to it all day. Because, you know, get mad. I don't know. I don't know. But, whoop! Tyrion is doing his thing, which is scary. Because anybody looking successful in Game of Thrones, you're just sitting back like this, like, how bad is this finna be? How bad is the fall? It's about to be big. You can never be happy. They don't let you be happy for too long. But uh, again, man, thank y'all for stopping by, kicking it with me, man. Thank you for not cussing me out in the comments. <laughs> don't cuss me out, man. I'm trying to live. Look, man, until YouTube, until these subscribers is high and I'm up in them hundreds of thousands and YouTube is my career. I would love nothing more than to not do shit but watch shows and movies and talk to y'all about it. I would love to do that. But the reality is, it's a grind. Okay? So that means I got to work several jobs and get this done and live a life, man. Show your boy Rails some grace. I'm going to get it right. I right, protect your health, yourself, your wealth. Your boy Rails out of here, man. Peace. Yo, I know I don't need no introduction, but y'all know who it is, man. It's your boy, Hollywood Real. And I appreciate you for sliding through and watching these videos. But you know what I need from you? All right, if you ain't already, I need you to like this and subscribe this, man. We at 1,000 trying to get to two, all right? Push it for your boy. Get them algorithms up. So when it comes to that subscribe button...